I expect most of us have heard of the Tower of Babel. It's a story early in the first book of the Bible in Genesis. The people of the world want to be like God, and so they come together. They all speak one and the only language at that point. They come together to build a tower up to heaven. To put it bluntly, God is not having it. So God confuses their language. A multiplicity of languages means they can't communicate with one another. The tower cannot be and is not completed. When the story concludes, it is as a sign that a friend of mine says, God's in heaven, the world's in a mess. That probably sounds pretty accurate. You cannot pay even the slightest attention to the news in this country or around the world and not think the world is in a mess, followed by wondering, where is God? Thinking God's in heaven is not comforting. Pentecost has something to say to us about all this. So let's start with what Pentecost is and what happened. Pentecost itself was a Jewish festival to celebrate and commemorate the giving of the law to Moses, which explains why Jews from everywhere were in Jerusalem. It falls 50 days after Passover, and for us Christians now, 50 days after Easter. The disciples saw Jesus die, saw him after his resurrection, witnessed his ascension into heaven, and are waiting and wondering what's next. This astonishing encounter with the Holy Spirit of God is what's next. Suddenly, all these languages erupt. The disciples speak in languages they don't know, but it is not gibberish, not babble. They are speaking of Jesus' death and resurrection in the languages of those who have gathered in Jerusalem for the festival. So all those there who would otherwise have no way of understanding the gift of Jesus' death and resurrection receive that gift from strangers speaking to them in their own languages. The Tower of Babel is about human arrogance. Pentecost is about God's love for us. Wonder how that is? Because after Jesus' death and resurrection, we actually know that God intends full and everlasting life for us all, all. Those we love and those we count as enemies. The Spirit is unleashed so that starting in Jerusalem, all the world's people can hear that news in whatever language they need to hear it and join in the work of building God's kingdom rather than their own petty palaces and towers. In the story of Babel, the people wanted to be like God. God chose to be like us coming to us in Jesus, 
so that we could be with God and with each other. But the world is still in a mess. Remember that lesson from early childhood where we are given, shown a picture of three things, maybe two apples and a pear, and we're asked to circle the one that doesn't belong. Circle that pear, and the teacher says, that's right, good job. The lesson comes early and harmlessly enough, but we reinforce it time and again. She's not like us. They're not our kind of people. He doesn't believe what we believe. I don't know, they don't look right. We don't celebrate difference. We vilify it, protect ourselves, and label the other as the enemy. That is our way. It is not God's. God may well be in heaven, but Pentecost proclaims that God is also here, right here among us. So I make a suggestion tonight for you and for me. Pray for the shooting victims in Uvalde, Buffalo, Philadelphia, and wherever the next shooting occurs. And pray for the shooters. Pray for the people of Ukraine and pray for the Russians. Pray for those who advocate gun control and those who do not. Pray for the victims of crime and pray for the criminals. Then work. Then work. Work where you can, where you're called, for what you believe is right and just, noble and true. But keep praying for the people who oppose you. God wants the world made new and wants us to get to that new world together. So we must pray, work, and through the power of the Spirit, talk to one another for God's sake and for our own.